0: Hey Sarah. Hey, what? I want to watch a romantic comedy.
1: Typical, isn't it? You wait twenty years for a dad, and then three come along at once.
0: you got a box full of quarters and a spoonful of sugar. <laughs> Hello. Hello. And welcome. To to romanticcomedycommentary.com, or as we like to call it...
1: Romcomcom.com. It
0: rolls off the tongue, I think.
1: I do, too. Other people struggle with it, but I I like
0: it. So we're going to just keep it. Uh, This (laughs) week, we are going to be talking about Mamma Mia, the ABBA... Here we go again. The ABBA musical, stage musical, turned romantic comedy, question mark? Yeah, question mark. (laughs) I... Am un- was unfamiliar with this movie before. Really? We, yeah, I'd never seen it. I mean, I I'd
1: never seen it either.
0: Oh, okay. But that, I knew the story. Okay. Had you ever seen the stage show? No. Okay. So both of us are coming in pretty cool w- without man. much of a background in this, mm-hmm. which is surprising. I actually watched this with Stephanie, uh, my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, listeners may know her name by now, mm-hmm. and she'd wanted to watch one of these romantic comedies with me for a long time, and mm-hmm. I kept putting it off because I knew that she would probably start. Um, Talking or crying or, you know, get really into it or fall asleep or fall asleep, (laughs) which is her her go to (laughs) thing to do. Yeah. And she did none of these things. She actually uh, ordered food midway through and then got Hmm. angry at me because I didn't eat enough of the food while I was watching it. And I was like Wow is it like
1: The upside down
0: What's I guess going on? And, I, and I was saying like Well I Number one I was drinking while watching it So that was a priority But number two I was furiously keeping Like four <laughs> to priority. five pages Of terrible Terribly written notes huh. um, Sarah will probably be putting a, a photo of my notes On Instagram Yeah uh, Cause They're they got bad. They got sloppier And every sloppier Every time
1: That you take notes I don't And every time I take notes You don't It's really weird How we do that <laughs> So
0: you have no notes This week
1: I have very few Yeah
0: you do have Some stark notes um i effectively have no notes because i don't think i can actually read (laughs) Read (laughs) i don't think i can read any of these um it did start with uh watch it with stephanie she didn't talk through it and that i started half in the bag
1: Mm. um
0: so oh apparently uh i saw a constellation in the opening that i knew which one it was but i didn't write down which constellation it was as they panned in from the sky Oh, So those are the types of insights you're going to be getting uh, through my notes. So, <laughs> so get ready for that. At
1: the beginning. Oh, at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, we're like pans in. Yeah. Uh, I would know it if I had seen it, but I wasn't paying attention, I guess. Uh,
0: see, I was locked in for moment one, I guess. Mm. Question. and I
1: have been reading the H.A. Ray book about the stars. He's the one who did all the Curious George mm. bugs. He and his wife escaped from, I think it's Paris. Or Europe on bicycles during Nazi occupation and came to America. And he wrote an amazing book about the stars. No kidding? hmm
0: Is it like a... It's for kids. Does it teach you? Is it like a yeah. like a story or it teaches you about stars or, it, or it's yes? It's not a story. But okay. it,
1: yes, it does teach you about the stars. It teaches you about the, the constellations and the, you know, there are 15 first magnitude stars in the sky that relate to the constellations and then about the zodiac and you know the a little bit of the greek mythology behind them oh wow which is probably why they had that at the beginning because it's the greeks who created the constellations oh wow and this is set in greece i guess i
0: didn't make that connection so wait back wait back to the 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 stars have you ever are you a big star person oh yeah are you really oh yeah did you ever take we might have had this conversation in college. Did you ever take stargazing at mm-hmm. UD? Yeah. With Brother Dan? Mm-hmm. Did you take it with anybody? Or did you do no, it cold? No, I just did it. See, I did, I was going to do it with a friend. And then she transferred. And I was like, all right, Justin, this will be a good chance to meet people. Like, you can do this. Get I out of your drug, comfort zone.
1: Well, yeah. I think I drugged Laura with me a few times to get up on the roof mm-hmm. of Brother Dan's, of the Marianist house. Brother Dan's van? Yeah, the van. <laughs> there was a Marianist house where he lived and invited the whole class over to look through the t- telescope but no my stepdad uh has always been really into the stars he read the h.a ray book when he was a kid and he used to sit he had an attic room because he's one of seven and he used to sit in out the window Mm -hmm. sit on the roof and look at the stars and then he got a telescope and he would show me all the stars we would go to northern michigan every summer okay and the stars are amazing up there. they're almost overwhelming you can't pick out the constellations because it's so bright But, yeah, like, right now is the big meteor shower, the Perseus. Your (laughs) eyes
0: are wide open. Yeah, oh, yeah. (laughs) I love the stars. I I love science fiction, and I love, like, shows set in space. Like, I love Mm. Star Trek and all that, but I find space and stars to be terrifying. Wow. I just, anytime I actually learn about them, I'm like, man, I wish I was blissfully unaware of the life cycle of a star. I like
1: (laughs) it. Oh, yeah. Well, I like it, and I like that... They each have a story Mm. and the whole, you know, the Greek mythology of it all. And I never knew I knew so much about Greek mythology until Brian was talking about me um, trying out for Jeopardy. And he's like, well, you know so much Greek mythology. And I was like, I do. (laughs) And then I was realizing I was like answering a lot of questions correctly. And I was like, "Huh, I must know more than I realized I did. And it also relates a lot to plants and flowers, you know, because of the Latin system Mm -hmm. and the Romans and the Greeks. And they named so much of the stuff that we have now. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um,
0: back to when I said I took Brother Dan's class. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't, uh, I don't know much about stars then, uh, mm-hmm. even though I took the class. All I right. don't have your background. And I also did not meet a single person in that class.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I met a single person either. But I
0: was there alone too. And I vividly remember. So during the class, you'd take like what, four or five classes in a classroom. And then he'd yeah. take, you go to a farm and like stargaze. Yeah. I vividly remember sitting in this van, like trying, Trying to talk to people, but everyone already, like, everyone in the class oh, came New with, HL. like, four to five yeah, friends. And so funny. I just remember being in this van on the drive back and just being like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not meeting anybody. I'm not going to mm. talk to anybody. I just stared out the window like, fuck y'all. It was my scene <laughs> And then I year. went and got drunk. I think it, it uh... At Tim's, nice by yourself. Um, no, I think I met my friends there. Yeah, you found them.
1: That's where they were.
0: At Tim's, if oh.
1: you get in before eleven, you don't have to pay cover.
0: Believe me, sister, <laughs> I know that. I think it might have actually been Senior Night, which was always oh, our God, favorite at Tim's. What
1: a mess. But yeah. yeah, so
0: that's basically my start. And it was—I liked the. Cl- I thought the class was cool and interesting, but again, like with my love of sci-fi. Um, mm. I am terrified of space and the stars. See, we've gone
1: back. We we are again approaching this from two different angles. I like the the history of it mm-hmm. and the and the mythology, <laughs> and you like the sci fi futuristic nature <laughs> of it. Yeah,
0: which is really funny.
1: Although I did watch Battlestar Galactica.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, it's a good. That was a good show. It's good. You, yeah. You might like. You might. And
1: I've, I just watched the new Star Trek Beyond.
0: Yeah, that it wasn't very good. Yeah, it doesn't really count. That's not. I can I can recommend I like a couple. It. I can recommend a couple. Uh, yeah, good good shows. Deep Space Nine is a fantastic Star Trek show. If you started it it's season three, that's when it picks up. Okay. Season one and two go through like some really weird father son oh. dynamics that are creepy. Is trying to
1: work something out. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was it was kind of weird, but then it hits hit mm. right. Um, so Mamma Mia. Should Back we, to Mama Should, should Mia. we actually get into the movie?
1: I guess. Mama Mia
0: is a 2008 film mm-hmm. um, starring quite a few. <laughs> obviously Meryl Streep the best Pierce Pierce Brosnan Brosnan. Colin Firth Stellan Skarsgård the three Mm of them star as the aforementioned possible dads question mark and then it was Amanda Seyfried 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 she plays the lead and Meryl Streep's daughter daughter. Mm -hmm. it did I think it's worth pointing out as we usually say at least the ratings so people have some clue it again we're looking at yet another movie that was badly received by rotten tomatoes mm, and metacritic but very high on
1: google. i did see
0: that 90% on google yeah um I need to start typing in bad movies when I watch them, knowing they're like not not enjoyable, bad, but like bad bad movies, and just see if Google's like a big goof.
1: Apparently, like if
0: anything drops below eighty percent or seventy on their their likes, yeah. Um, This thing crushed it too six hundred fifteen million at the box office, and and on its second sequel, (laughs) on the first sequel is on a sequel. They've made a sequel of it. I as I was watching it, I was trying to figure out how they were going to make a sequel of it, and then it kind of I can. Probably kind of piece together what happens. I bet it kind of follows like a my big fat Greek wedding two thing where it goes in a different direction than you'd think and centers on a different oh. character than you'd want it to. But hmm. we'll get to that when we when we start. So, Mamma Mia. So that people, uh, let's dive into the. Uh, plot. I I did have down here though. I wonder how close to the musical it is. I was really hoping you had seen it because you do like so much musical theater, but you hadn't, so we can't talk about that. But yeah, no,
1: I haven't seen it. But we the... do.
0: We do have a friend who has a cousin that we uh, are trying to get in contact with, and we may do a mini episode with him or have him on to yeah. watch Mamma Mia 2, who was actually in the touring stage production of it. And I would be really curious of to... Of the first Mamma Of Mia. the first... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So people look for that maybe around one of the holidays if he's in town. Um,
1: well, and the other good sign is that Katherine Johnson wrote the musical book and she also wrote the screenplay. So that's a good indication that, you know...
0: The same person did it, so you would think they'd stay.
1: Broadway that did the film. Mm -hmm. But the director, obviously there's a director, but Katherine Johnson wrote the screenplay and was there for the entire thing. So that's a good sign. Mm
0: -hmm. One thing I do want to ask you that you may not actually have an answer to, and I certainly don't have one, and I didn't really look for one. Mm -hmm. It's ABBA, but it's set in Greece.
1: yes. Is I don't they, know why. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, that's what I, I, I was know. trying to piece together. If there was some kind
0: of connection that <laughs> yeah, I was unaware of.
1: They're Swedish. Eh? Yeah.
0: Something like that. So it starts out like I said. There's some stars, and it, this is going to probably kind of be another one of our signature kind of loose tellings where we get the order of things kind of mixed up, but ultimately bring it back in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, she, the stars come in, and I forget if it's her like reading her mom's diary or what. It, it starts out with her basically reading her mom's diary. And yeah. she finds out that she she never knew the daughter, Amanda Seyfried, never knew who her dad was. Mm-hmm. And she's reading her mom's diary now. Which she somehow
1: got. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, and she's reading it now, and she figures out that her dad could be one of three men. She writes a letter to each of these men because she's getting married and would like the real dad to be at her wedding. Yeah. Instead of just going and asking her mom who the real dad is. Because her mom, the...
1: yeah, because she doesn't think her mom will tell her. And her mom is just like working all the time and seems really stressed.
0: And so she like goes behind her back. Would you read your mother's diary if you got it? Ugh, yeah. Gosh, I don't know. No, that reaction alone is mine. Like, no. Like, I'm, I'm well, going to that. Well, if I
1: didn't know who my dad was, <sighs> I may. Mean. So you'd go if digging for like huge a specific. hole in my life. Yeah. I would probably try to find anything. And I you could. would just trust
0: that you, there wouldn't be other creepy things in there that you don't want to know about? Well,
1: like Mar- all I would have to do is give my mom two drinks and she'd tell me anything. <laughs> so it doesn't, it's not the same for
0: me. <laughs> when I feel like Meryl in this plays a very freewheeling kind of lady. No. There's prob- she used to well, be. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. So her diary is probably like littered with things mm. you don't want to know about your parents. Like I,
1: I don't know. It sounds like it was. And then she had her daughter and became
0: very... Yeah, but I'm sure that diary is mostly really, pre-having daughter, so yeah. um, it, it, I also thought during this, I had it written down that the visuals in it, I kind of kept thinking they were Wes Anderson-esque. Really? Did you catch that a little no. bit? Not really? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, you can tell by the handwriting in this area that things had already come off the rails for Justin, <laughs> so maybe it doesn't actually.
1: Wes Anderson, everything in his is um, symmetrical mm. and and centered, mm. very much like... You know, a picture.
0: Yeah, no that that makes sense. That wasn't this movie. I no, uh, there's don't, so much movement. Don't, don't really know movie. why I wrote that. To be perfectly honest, yeah. uh, there's probably going to be a few of those. So if you didn't know your dad, though. Is this how you'd handle it? You'd send three random guys letters and invite all of them. Like, wouldn't that be just so emotionally what a taxing? Mess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in going into a wedding, presumably, I would rather go to them than have them all come to me and to your wedding, where you're already presumably right. stressed out, and then you're just going to add to this, like, yeah, you know, possibly. It seems
1: like she is looking to find herself, and it's almost like she uses the wedding as an excuse, but maybe that wasn't what she really wanted you know she just wanted to know who she was yeah
0: well i mean in that that, well i'd say that's a fair assessment considering the ending which we'll we'll get to Mm -hmm. um i don't i don't think i could handle it i i I don't think i'd be i i don't know how much this would bother me honestly i don't know if that's just who i am like i kind of take things as they come like i'd be like oh all right you don't think i need to know who he is Mm -hmm. got any medical conditions i need to be aware of all right we're good
1: I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I I would want to know. Okay, so the movie takes place in Greece. It's based on Swedish music. It has an Italian title <laughs> and it's written in English. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: it's all it's all over the place. And then the other thing too, I again I, I cannot stress that I was half to three quarters in the bag from beginning to end of this movie did the lyrics of the songs actually play to what was going on or was it a bit of a stretch? You know, like when the music came in, I can't, I didn't, some of it, I don't think it really was like a true musical where Mm -hmm. the music advances the plot. It was more like...
1: We have to put a song in here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were, but you know, oh, there's one lyric line in the the middle of the the second verse that kind of applies.
1: I mean, sometimes the song fit very well and I wondered if they wrote some songs for... The musical, but yeah, in general, it was like you know the 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 song Waterloo was just kind of there. Even Mamma Mia is just like mm-hmm. here we go again. It's like eh, well
0: here we go. But it's good, it's good music. I mean, at least that much. It's toe tapping. It keeps you kind of mm-hmm. you know involved in what's going on. So she sends her dad these things, uh, these letters, you know, and then we see a pseudo-montage of people coming to the wedding. So, like, Meryl Streep's two best friends show up and they start having a, you know good old time Mm -hmm. uh one miss christine baranski is one of her friends yeah she is absolutely the best Mm -hmm. uh i have a note here about her that i cannot make out but i have three exclamation points afterwards so uh whatever that was sarah i was real excited about it
1: christine baranski well it's coming
0: off of christine baranski Uh. it's apparently like one very specific point about her um it looks like she was in
1: the good life well
0: it looks like i have the word um it looks like I said, her, I know the middle best, three exclamation points. Oh. So. Okay. Her, I know the middle best.
1: Hey. <laughs> she was in The Grinch. She was in, um, I mean, my favorite role, obviously, is in The Good Wife. She's great. And now she's in um, a spinoff of The Good Wife, where she's the lead. And I can't think of what it's called. Hmm.
0: But she deserves it. Oh, you know, she's she's she always plays uh, cool little parts like Birdcage. I thought she was great in Birdcage, where she played uh, uh, Robin Williams' uh, wife when he he had the kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she is yeah. great in that. Uh, so then they start having fun with Meryl Streep, and then we start seeing the dads all come together, mm-hmm. and they they for some reason one of them has a boat, and for some reason yeah, he picks they miss up the, the other fairy. two. Yeah. The other
1: two miss the ferry, and he sees them. It's like you want to ride. <laughs> and they're like, okay, and he's Swedish in real life too. And if you notice on his boat, they fly, he flies the Swedish flag. Oh, I did notice that's fine.
0: So the three men, they well, really oh. quick though, yes,
1: he is the dad of Alexander Skarsgård, who was in True Blood and he was in Big Little Lies and he's gigantic. You know, Swedish man, mm-hmm. and then also Bill Skarsgård, who played the clown. I was gonna in say, it, it. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, he, he has like seven kids, seven or eight kids. Wow, yeah, man, He's quoted as saying, like, it's nice to have a big family. <laughs> I mean, they're
0: so even just looking at his uh filmography. Man, he's had a little like a little part in just about oh, every yeah. movie made in the last twenty <laughs> he's years. He's in a
1: ton of stuff.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah no kidding.
1: He was in Goodwill Hunting. He's Robin Williams' friend slash rival. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. When he was in he was in the the Pirates of the Caribbean movies mm-hmm. and uh yeah. well like a bunch of the Avengers stuff and Girl with the Dragon tattoo. Okay, yeah. cool. Wow, he really did do a lot. So the dad, the dads show <laughs> anything up. Anything
1: Swedish and anything where you need someone slightly European in an American movie.
0: I hope that he's in like Ikea commercials. That <laughs> yeah. would be nice. So the dads show up. The daughter whisks them away to kind of like hide them before the mom can see Puts them. Puts them in the old goat shed. Yeah, and then the mom... <laughs> cat like sees them mm-hmm. somehow and yeah. then demands that they all leave. So they all get on his boat
1: and decide to like go around the island. But the daughter sees them leaving and is like, don't leave. <laughs> They're like, we're just gonna, you know, sail around the island. And then she has this weird like thing where she gets to know them for a little bit on the boat. And is like this cute daughter, innocent. And then still wearing the same outfit She or the same swimsuit, she jumps off the boat and meets her fiancé on the beach and they have this sexy song. And it's like, well, this is a juxtaposition here. (laughs) You're really making that swimsuit work for you. Uh,
0: So I have several notes here. What? (laughs) Drunk (laughs) Justin. So I just have down here... I assume is a question posed at you, okay. Meryl, comma would you do it? Question mark. If not, comma would I do what? <laughs> apparently it. <laughs> oh. Comma if not, you're stupid. <laughs> and then I said, uh, would this... you
1: would you take the part if if I were Meryl, would I take that? part? No, I
0: think I, I think I meant like if Meryl came up to you trying to seduce you, would you roll with it?
1: <laughs> oh.
0: So, but below that, I have a point. It looks like, um, I don't, apparently I didn't think Amanda Seyfried looked very much like her daughter and I was trying to think of who could be cast better. She
1: looks just like her daughter.
0: Uh, Apparently I think Jennifer Lawrence looks a lot more like her daughter. No way. Okay, fine.
1: Her daughter actually. Should I just
0: throw these notes out at this point? No, this is great. This
1: is golden. Uh, Her actual daughter was in The Good Wife. (laughs) With Christine Baranski, and I didn't even know it until after I finished the series. And then I was like, oh, shit. Mm. Because she has a different last name. Mm. But she is tall and very fair and blonde and um, works with Michael J. Fox because he's also in The Good Wife. And everyone should watch The Good Wife.
0: Uh, I do have down here one thing about the scene that irked me is that they were showing them like uh sailing around the island. Mm-hmm. And presumably the guy that owned the boat knew how to sail. Right. But the other two didn't and they immediately picked it up. I don't think you can pick up sailing that quick. Uh, I don't yeah. I don't, I feel like you can't. That's can. true. Yeah, and that bothered me. Maybe
1: they knew a little bit.
0: I maybe they did, but for some reason that was a thing that um I
1: feel like Sam pierce brosnan is good at everything
0: well yeah pierce brosnan probably actually is good at everything pierce brosnan in real life i'd be shocked if he didn't know how to sail but it seemed as though this character um didn't didn't
1: he knows everything i felt like the dialogue exudes from him most of the dialogue but really quick though what's your favorite pierce brosnan movie that he's ever been in
0: um. Well, I mean, it's going to be the James Bond because I'm, no. well, I'm a big James Bond guy. I yeah, like James Bond a I never a lot.
1: liked him very much as Bond. He
0: got written bad movies and he had bad directors, but GoldenEye was a great one.
1: I never responded to him like Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig, I was like, oh, shit. See, He's I don't. Awesome. I, Daniel Craig, He's I enjoy,
0: hot. but his stuff's too dark for me for what I like I the James like Bond. I like James Bond being kind of campy. Mm. I thought early Brosnan, like the GoldenEye was kind of a decent balance of mm. that. Um. I really liked him in Goldeneye. I mean, he was good. He was good in Mrs. Doubtfire, too. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, I the think right that's what you I think that's what you were looking Mrs. for. Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, no, he was great duh, in that. Duh. But he's still, he's James Bond. No. He is, I, I think, I wish he had been in more stuff. And I think maybe it's because he was James Bond. He was probably yeah, contractually not allowed. Well, he uh. probably wasn't contractually allowed to. I know hmm. if you are James Bond, there's some weird. Ki- thing in your contract where you can't wear a tuxedo like what? anywhere yeah like it hat you can only wear a tuxedo Jeez. as james bond in the movies i'm sure there's a ton of other like small caveats to it huh. you know like probably places you can't go or thing movies you can't be in or anything like that who's uh, your favorite bond I, I i mean you you have to go with the original sean connery yeah and He's so good. i will say this though i think Lansby. I think he is highly underrated. Huh. I think for doing. I don't think I've
1: ever seen it. He only did
0: one. He only did the one when, when Connery stepped away and... Then Connery came back and a lot of people rag on it because he was supposed to be like the American James Bond, but he wasn't really American. He was not even trying to cover up his accent. He was too much of a pretty boy. And they say he couldn't act.
1: Hmm. I thought his
0: was good for what it was. I thought he would have been a really good James Bond eventually. Hmm. I think he gets kind of a bad rap. The one hmm. the one that I really don't like is... Um,
1: Timothy uh, Dalton. Timothy Dalton. Yeah. He's just
0: the one. And, and I think it might just be that like those movies... If they were made now with the Daniel Craig kind of look to them, mm-hmm. they had an edge to them that coming off of Roger Moore as James Bond like yeah. just didn't work for me. It was too big of a jump. Hmm. So if they made him now, I would probably be way into like him and his movies, but I hmm. he's, he's my least favorite Bond. Yeah. It probably goes, if we're going to do this, <laughs> Connery, Moore, Brosnan... Craig Lansby, Dalton, Mm. and I know I'm putting Lansby down at the bottom. I wasn't saying he was one of my favorites. I just think he gets too much crap Hmm. because he wasn't bad. So that's those are my mine
1: would be Connery, Craig, Mm -hmm. Brosnan,
0: Brosnan ahead of. uh, I didn't love Sir Roger Roger really. Uh, Yeah, some people don't.
1: Yeah, and then Lansby
0: Dalton. Mm. I liked Adris Elba. Uh, he's he's too old him, he's too old i know he
1: missed a shot yeah but i wanted him to do it
0: i i have nothing against them playing with the role like that yeah. but he's just he's too old to do it because yeah. once you sign on it's like you're signed on for like mm-hmm. you know seven eight, he's nine, the ten same years.
1: age as daniel craig
0: and even daniel craig is like kind of getting a little yeah. too old to be playing yeah did you some of uh, near the end roger moore was comically old Compared really? to his compared to his uh, counterparts, yeah, his counterparts. I want to say in the last movie he was like in his like late sixties or mm. early 70s or something, just crazy old. Hmm. Hi, welcome to Talking Bond with Sarah and Justin. <laughs> we love Bond. Okay, back to Brosnan, back uh, to Pierce and Brosnan. He said,
1: according to IMDb, that he didn't even know what the film was. The producers told him it was being filmed in Greece and Meryl Streep was starring and Brosnan said he would would have signed on for anything involving Streep, describing her as, quote, that gorgeous blonde I fancied terribly in drama school.
0: Oh, wow. (laughs) That's sweet. I like that. That is. Yeah. If you were meeting, I have a note here that if you were meeting a series of like let's just same scenario three guys three guys don't know which one's your dad Mm -hmm. is there a thing that you look for initially to just be like that's the one i hope it is i mean are you looking Mm. for like best haircut are you looking for tallest are you like looking for a thing that you're like automatically i want that guy there's not a feature that you're looking for in a father ideally
1: i don't think so i
0: would i would just hope that none of them looked like like chronically unhealthy because that would just scare me terribly like nice ventilator possible dad did you smoke a lot maybe (laughs) no it's hereditary (laughs) hey we're gonna need a blood test
1: Um, oh and quickly uh, you are correct they are all songs that Abba already wrote because the producers were trying to talk them into writing a new original song for the movie, and they all said no.
0: Well, I was gonna say it was a really, really big deal that I think in the last like couple months there was something where they were talking about maybe recording a new song. I sort of got I saw that somewhere.
1: Hmm. Maybe they did for no. I, it wasn't for like a movie, movie. or anything, uh-huh. if I
0: remember right. I can't now. Of course, I can't find it anywhere. Well, no, wait. Abba's Greatest Hits is what I'm on. It was announced the band had recorded two new songs after 35 years of being inactive, the first of which, I Still Have Faith In You, will be re- will be released in December 2018. Hmm. So we have a new ABBA song coming out. I think it's just oh, man. you know for, for kicks. Do people love ABBA this much? Maybe. Is it ABBA or ABBA? I have no idea. I don't either. I think it's acceptable either. Can you name me even... A single person from ABBA? No, I'm not going to be that cruel. After watching this film, can you at least name me three ABBA songs or get close to a title for any of them? Mamma Mia. Well, okay, fine. But that's a little cheating. Waterloo. Okay.
1: (laughs) The winner takes it all. Fernando, which they actually, they said they couldn't get in the movie because it was about war. So she actually is humming it to herself on her way to the goat shed. (laughs) That's the only part.
0: Oh, as she's going to war. Yeah. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Okay, so I guess you can name like the Mama Me is a little cheating what you gave me for, so that's fair. Yeah. Dun, 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 and dun, then dun. Oh take
1: a chance. I love that song. <laughs> take a chance, take a chance, take a chance.
0: Okay, Abba wrote good songs. I'm mm-hmm. fine. I'm fine with it. Apparently I at this point in the movie wanted to know if I can wear overalls casually. No. You wouldn't approve of overalls casually?
1: No, oh, you could. I think
0: it's because Meryl Streep was probably wearing them like as she was fixing things. For work things stuff. Place. Yeah. No, 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 not for work. I have written casual no.
1: <laughs> you could wear them in your garage,
0: fiddling around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, if we go, if we go out to, to a happy son, hour, hour, Yeah. No. If we go like Seventh and I couldn't get away. What if I had like like one strap was down and I was wearing like an ironic T shirt or yeah. perhaps a graphic T. Wear it to Brewdog and Franklinton. Yeah. So I could maybe maybe okay. Yeah, you but it
1: still feel ironic. I feel like... Only if the strap is attached to the overall because you tied a knot in it and pulled it through the eye of the overall. Um, do
0: you mean much unlike my bag right here, how I have a knot tied through? <laughs> exactly. <in the> <laughs> I am now showing Sarah that the bag that I carry is kept together by a knot like what she just described. That's good. So, yeah. so it, see, that's the thing with this movie. It's two hours long, But there's really not like a crazy deep story to it. It's a lot of stuff
1: happening. That's why I don't. I guess people love musical movies, but I would much rather see this on the stage. But that's the thing; you can only see it really, really high quality on the stage in New York or a large metropolitan area, or Mm. if it happens to tour whereas anyone can see a movie.
0: Yeah, one well, it definitely like just a video of theater. Yeah. I used to have a teacher in like 6th grade that we wrote an opera and did all that. She like she loved theater exposes mm-hmm. to it. And she brought a good point I never thought of and I still can't really figure it out why you can sit in a, a seat at a theater anywhere <laughs> in that theater and enjoy it. But the minute you put a video camera in that same vantage point, even mm-hmm. if you have a sound system, there is some, that does not translate well, because, whatsoever.
1: Because theater is a living thing. It's moving and it changes. There's no single performance that's exactly like the performance before it or after it. So if you're in the theater, you're a part of that. Mm-hmm. You're a part of that performance. If you're watching it on TV, it's static. Yeah, I
0: I guess I, I mean, that's as good of an explanation as anything, but Mm -hmm. like I can watch a concert, a video of a concert and still feel engaged by it. I can't, see, I can't. I know you can't, but I can watch a video. God, Jesus, I, I can
1: barely be engaged in the concert itself unless I know all the music. Or
0: you're holding it to <laughs> yeah. that conversation from this beginning sucks. to end. This sucks.
1: I don't like <laughs> this song. Look at that guy over there. Yeah.
0: Well, see, I can sit down and watch. Like uh, again this weekend, I watched a couple of fish concerts, and it was up till two a.m. after doing this. Mm-hmm. I, I can watch that, and that, mm-hmm. and but I cannot get into musical theater. So I get what hmm. you're saying. See, I could watch a play. Rather than a concert but and, and enjoy it though a lot because we used to watch in theater 101 in college she would put on things God she made us watch it by the skin of our teeth and mm. I'm sure I don't know that in one. person it it's you probably would it's like an absurdist thing and every act gets more ludicrous and by the, the like the end of it hmm. um, there's like dinosaur human beings involved and all this oh I, I, I can't think who wrote it but it's 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 someone fairly famous. I actually got hmm. to write at trivia once. By uh, the
1: skin of my teeth. Oh, by the skin of our
0: teeth? Yeah, by the skin of our teeth. Uh, but either way, she would. She made us watch that, and it was seriously- Thornton Wilder. Yeah, and it was seriously like pulling teeth, but I can go hmm. in and enjoy- I like going to theater. I don't do it often, but I do enjoy it.
1: I love it. But the thing is, bad theater is so easily bad and terrible- and good theater is so difficult, yeah, <laughs> so difficult to to do, so difficult to find, and cost prohibitive usually. So what what do you do?
0: There's a place in here in Columbus in Clintonville that does like smaller productions that I've heard is somewhat good. Hmm. But and Joe went once, and he gave a decent review of it. I th- he just said he went to a show that he wasn't particularly interested in. So maybe that's hmm. something to try. It, so they're doing all these giant musical interludes, and it got me wondering as I was watching it: what moment in Sarah's life, if she could pick one, did did hmm. would she think that like she almost could have just stopped and sang and had a dance number around her, whether it be like a a big number, a hmm. small number, I'll probably a forlorn polka fest,
1: <laughs> I assume. <laughs> That would that would be accurate because there's already a big tent and a band.
0: Yeah, I guess that would kind of that. Would Everyone's be a good... just
1: polkaing around. Polka your eyes out!
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! For me, this isn't probably the best one. It's just the one that kind of jumped to mind for some reason. Would would have been like graduation but like a montage musical moment of it so it like hmm. shows it shows like the night before and you're all excited and you throw it and then they cut to you getting your diploma and going in and with your friends and whatnot and then a cold hard reality sets in and there's like a key change to a minor yeah and so that would that that would be all an right. idea but that's not my i might come back to this if i come up with a good one i postulated the idea but didn't write down anything we got myself. stuck
1: in the burger king parking or burger king drive through and almost missed the entrance to graduation are you kidding me <laughs> nope nice and laura lisa and i were like stuck because we hadn't gotten breakfast we were starving and we're like shit and then we
0: ran in and they're like
1: where have you been and like right <laughs> as they're going in we ran into our spots
0: I thought I was going to get in a fight in the middle of the ceremony. I'm oh, not no. even kidding. There were two guys that hated me in all my classes. Oh. And I was, I was actively drinking during the ceremony. Like oh, I no. had, I brought in like four or five beers in my pockets and shots. And I brought also a gallon jug of water and I was passing the jug of yeah, water. To someone people. did that in ours too. When well, I did that and everybody was like so excited and whatever. And mm-hmm. one of them finally was just like, I've had, I've had four years of this guy and he was like, Fuck you, man! You need to shut the fuck up and sit down. And I was just like, "What do you mean, man? We're all here having a good time." He's like, "No, I'm going to come the fuck over there if you don't sit down." I was like, "All right, well, fuck you." Why were
1: you standing up?
0: Uh, because I was probably passing the water bottle to something in the middle uh, of
1: graduation.
0: It was like the part where they're doing, they're handing out the diplomas is what I'm describing. I'm sorry. I, this isn't like the valedictorians giving the speech or anything. No, this was, God, how much how much better would that have been? Like, yeah. hey, Justin, why are you standing <laughs> up?
1: What are you doing? The nice thing about um, being in the English, the, the Eng, you know, they keep you grouped by major. And mm-hmm. there were only like 19 of us in the English class. So I knew everyone and Eric Ebley, who is now a teacher in Cincinnati, brought a Nalgene full of water, and I've never been more grateful. I was like, thank you, Eric. And I kept borrowing it from under his seat. He <laughs> sat right in front of me, and he sat two down from Joe Moran, who was directly in front of us and kept turning around. We're like, Joe,
0: <laughs> shh. <laughs> I, I carried in a, like I said, I carried in like, Beers and all that stuff, but Mm -hmm. I I walked in with the gallon jug in one hand, and I found as I was walking out the door... Uh, of the house to get in the truck to go to graduation i found a thing of Kalu and vodka oh. and i walked in with a solo cup full of like i was a train wreck
1: you did not want graduation to happen i you?
0: cried quite literally from the moment i handed my key in and got in the car to the moment i hit the doorstep at home wow. and i mean ugly sobbing oh, tears no. i was also hammered drunk so that was part oh. of it but i have not it was you drove home? I was driven home by okay, family okay. members. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was driven home, so I didn't... Uh, uh, well, I,
1: didn't... I had at least uh, Michigan to look forward to. So first we went to Daytona, and then I worked up in Michigan that summer. And mm. then I went to grad school at UD. So I was right back, which was <laughs> which was nice, but not the same at all.
0: Yeah, yours wasn't really a yeah. period. It was more of a...
1: Yeah. And it was a really weird summer because our friend died at daytona mm. of an undis- undiagnosed heart condition and then on the way from his funeral up to michigan i hit a deer and totaled my car Oh, i remember you mentioning that yeah and then oh, was two- that when you
0: drove forever and ever and ever too or is that uh-huh. another time yeah
1: that's the day i drove from normal illinois to traverse city michigan and i was two hours away and i hit a deer Oh no! and um and then two weeks later, my grandma died. And my crazy boss was like, I told you things come in threes. That's why I wouldn't let you on the roof to clean out all the gutters.
0: <laughs> like,
1: okay. That's
0: fantastic. <laughs> I mean, that's terrible that all that happened to you. Yeah. Don't worry. I had a, that Me. Was, it happened to you too. Yeah. That was a train wreck of a, a mm-hmm. summer for, I think... Everybody. Well, I know me. Yeah, no that that summer was my. You can have. That Incidentally, back. we shared a hotel room. Yeah, at that funeral. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so back to back to Mama Mia. Uh, I do have a note here about in all the singing that it's very clear that Pierce is the only one not probably singing, or that it's incredibly, no, they all are. Or that it's just incredibly heavily. Uh, tweaked because yeah. he he cannot sing with I a know. lick. It was all. I Although mean, I don't think the other two can either. Compared to Pierce Brosnan, they can. Hmm. Those two are nightingales compared to him. <laughs> he was. It somehow with all the auto correction, he was still flat. He was bad and very low. It was strange. Yeah, he kept he kept going down. And so, again, somehow he was flat, perfectly flat on everything. It huh. wasn't like it wasn't like he would go in and out of pitch. Like <laughs> he was, he was just consistent. Flat. <laughs> he just so he just needed up he just needed knocked up just a oh, notch. Poor guy. I thought Meryl did pretty good. Oh yeah. I mean Meryl's great in everything, but her voice, she, yeah.
1: Apparently she did the take for winner takes it all mm-hmm. all in one go. Wow. And The one person from ABBA was there, and he's like, it was amazing. He called her a miracle, according to IMDB, Huh? Um, for not having that classical training, you know?
0: Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, mean, no, Meryl's absolutely amazing. But this
1: is what I have to say about Meryl. Like, she is so talented Mm -hmm. and so, you know, amazing, but I didn't love her in this. I think that she... I mean, it's it's kind of a madcap musical, but it requires a lot of you. It requires you to be downtrodden and pissed off a lot, but then also with this kind of irrational exuberance in some places, and to have a really big range, a big voice. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't buy it. Really? I don't know if it's because she plays such... Serious characters and really a lot of depth to her acting in general that this was so fluffy. Mm -hmm. It didn't quite feel right. And also, I just, I don't know if I love famous people playing a beloved musical. Like, I go to a musical to hear amazing talent. Yeah. That's part of it. Mm -hmm. It's hearing that amazing talent. I don't need... I know they do it because then it sells more. Yeah. But I don't need to see Meryl Streep in this role. I would love to see a Tony Award winner in this role. I would love to see the woman who played her in Broadway in this role because I want a big voice and I want to hear it and be amazed. That's part of the Broadway musical. And I mean, Meryl is amazing, but I just... I don't know. I didn't...
0: I kind of get what you what you mean. Yeah, her voice didn't quite have the, like you said, the range. That it you was very good, and... but
1: the whole time you're like, that's good for Meryl. But if you're like, if I'm seeing Meryl on Broadway, I'm going to be like, who cast her? Yeah. It's not a Broadway voice. Well,
0: no, I mean, again, no one in this, I really thought, had a Broadway voice no. by any stretch oh, of oh, the imagination. Amanda I Seyfried
1: does. She is a trained singer. She was in... She is? Okay. Oh, yeah. She was in... Um, Oh my gosh, the um, Les Misérables, oh, and okay. she was incredible. No and that's what Les Misérables did right—that this one didn't. It it hired actors who are well known, but had really, really good voices. I mean, Anne Hathaway was incredible. Well, then who, except Russell Crowe, who has a band and seems like a safe bet for someone to play. Mm. Uh, what's his name? I can't think of his name. The The police officer who's always chasing after Jean Valjean. But he was so bad. It was like watching Pierce Brosnan. He was flat <laughs> as hell. He was that bad? And he kills himself. The character kills himself in the movie. And every, everyone's like, you should have done it earlier. <laughs> Singing sucks. Do like, you
0: mean... Javert? javert, Javert, good. Javert. I'm really glad you stepped in before yeah. I said Javert. I
1: came, I came <laughs> out. Well, you did now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I somehow remembered that at the very end. Oh. So then,
0: who would you have? Can you, if that's your point, and I, in point taken, I would keep but, Amanda Seyfried. I think she was. Yeah, but who great. would you have play? She Meryl, was I able guess. to
1: play. Amanda Seyfried was able to play that like hopeful and yet conflicted and and depressed at one point but never bogged down in those things like never like really you know because in a musical it just requires you to kind of float Mm -hmm. and maybe that's meryl's problem is that she's so good at depth and this really required you not to be deep but i would keep amanda seafree Meryl, who would play the mom?
0: Yeah, I think Gosh. that's more what I'm most interested in just because you've been kind of hacking at, hacking at Meryl here. Like
1: if Julie Andrews was younger. Oh, uh, okay. Like
0: she can play that. Who would you want Lin-Manuel to play if he could be any role oh, in this? Shit. <laughs> would, you, Lin- would you have Lin-Manuel play Meryl Streep's character? <laughs>
1: well, yeah. I'd have <laughs> him play anything. <laughs> uh, I mean, he'd be a great guy. Lin Manuel has a great tone, and obviously he's an incredible writer. But, and I mean, what I mean is he always stays in pitch. He knows his marks, but his voice isn't super like.
0: Strong. Is that what you're saying? It's
1: not really rich. His voice is very. His voice is strong, and he hits his notes just fine, but he really excels in the storytelling and and the book. Mm. Like, he's. Extremely good at understanding how to tell a story, but he's but I could see him playing Sky. He wouldn't. I mean, it doesn't make sense for him to play a dad. He's not old enough, and there's really only one other male character. So
0: then that's I think you. I think he made some really good points there. Absolutely. It. But again, it's like you said. Is is Leigh Miz really the only one to even kind of get it right as far as musical to. <sighs> film because it is like a really weird line to walk because even if you cast people from the broadway show a Mm -hmm. stage actor doesn't always translate to film and and Mm -hmm. kind of vice versa And for some of the you know reasons we talked about it's it's a different type of interaction with the the audience and um i
1: don't know what what other big stage performances have been made into movies um
0: Oh, okay. It wasn't Dream Girls. Dream Girls was one. Mm -hmm. My mom loved that one. What about
1: 525,000? That's the the one that jumped
0: to me. But again, did that one really. Like, Dream Girls had an all star cast and it crushed at the Oscars and all that. But. Rent did not yet have an all star cast.
1: Rosario Rosario Dawson. And um, I mean, it was mostly the people from the stage play. Mm hmm. But it is beloved. Uh, Anthony Rapp.
0: I guess Greece. Greece, Greece. is still renowned for Absolutely, it. Absolutely,
1: yeah. Greece. Uh, Rock of Ages, which went nowhere. Into the Woods, which is also Meryl Streep.
0: Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, I guess that one did.
1: Annie, awesome. obviously. The producers. Cry Baby. God, I loved that movie. You ever seen Cry Baby with Johnny Depp? That was another no. one where I watched when I was thirteen, and I was like,
0: what. Uh oh, the Wiz. The Wiz. The Wiz is actually really Wizard interesting. Of Oz. Oh, yeah, there you. Uh, the Wiz is really interesting. The NPR did a thing on it, like last year or something about how it became so big hmm. and how they would actually like it. And I'm gonna get this probably slightly wrong because again I'm remembering it's so like a year later, but it was like it wasn't crushing it out the gate, and they started actually bussing in like church groups and things and that's how it started really gaining traction Hmm. with that and that's apparently how
1: hamilton did too oh really
0: yeah oh well then there you go bye bye birdie
1: oh yeah there's so many oklahoma
0: well because they used to do so many of them back in like the 50s and 60s the
1: sound of music
0: guys and dolls guys Guys, all right guys okay so filler on the
1: roof wait i want to i want (laughs) to keep doing this the one that i think of (laughs) the one that i think of is chicago
0: Oh yeah! Every um, time cellophane. someone says
1: cellophane, I cannot not sing that song. John C. Riley, the voice of an angel in the face of a troll. <laughs> He's—I love him so much. My fair lady, Mister Cellophane, could have been my name, cause you can walk. Oh, The Music Man, Cabaret, uh, yeah, Oliver, Oliver, funny girl, yeah
0: sing in the rain okay so <laughs> we can uh, so we've just established as we were saying there movies are a that have done oh, yeah <laughs> apparently it was it was able to be done but the one thing that we i can say from the list we just went through yeah. not a lot of those that we said were good were made after like yeah, they're the ni- old, like the yeah. '90s. Mm-hmm. What? In the, it was like '70s and '80s is when it kind of maybe started petering out, because mm-hmm. uh, even the more recent ones that have kind of tried do what exactly what you said—they go for mm-hmm.
1: maximum box Well, you know what? Offense. I do,
0: I do kind of wonder though. Let's step back for a second. Is it because they stopped putting in people that had these fantastic voices that could fill the role, or were performers back? in the 50s more 60s talented. 70s 80s well, well yeah. did they did movie stars like a frank sinatra skew yeah, more towards probably being multi-talented yeah because they had to so maybe it's a confluence of factors mm-hmm. either way like it's not like this La-La is about- la land i never saw that yeah. La La land was the singing bad
1: yes <laughs> yes it <laughs> was okay it was bad. I hated that movie.
0: Really? Stephanie loves it.
1: Uh, everyone's like, oh, it's L.A. It's just, oh, man, it's so great. I'm like, they both sucked.
0: <laughs> Stephanie <laughs> bought it. they're both it.
1: white, just tapping around town. Look at our white town and jazz. And we're just struggling. Ugh. And jazz. <laughs> so much jazz.
0: Yeah, Stephanie bought it. I know has watched it within the last Ugh. week. And I think my mom saw it in theaters like three times because mm. they like jazz.
1: Hated it. And I like jazz.
0: Mm. I hated it. Should we get back into Mamma Mia? Ugh. I mean, really, we can we can sum the rest of this movie up pretty quick because again, the basic plot of it is pretty simple. Yeah.
1: Okay, so Meryl Streep's mom is apparently a real bee because she's berating herself and saying, like, uh, oh, I'm just some slut who was out there doing whatever I wanted and drinking and whatever and then her friends are like uh are you is is this your mom talking you know and apparently when she found out she was pregnant her mom like kicked her out and it just sounds like a total uptight prude a-hole mm. from wherever they are from mm. uh but then Cher has been cast as her mom in this next movie in Mamma Mia 2 mm. And, you know, I've seen the the preview, which is like, Grandma, you weren't invited. And she's like, that's the best kind of party. Wait,
0: that's your Cher voice?
1: I wasn't (laughs) invited. I'm going more (laughs) to That's the best kind of party. It's the best kind of party. It's like very low. Yeah. Yeah. But Cher was originally slated to be Tanya, who is one of, I think is... Christine Bransky's character. but oh, she, couldn't she would have been do good. It. Yeah, that. yeah, but she couldn't do it because of a conflict. So now she's cast as the mom? Mm-hmm. Even though she's only like 10, 15
0: years older than Meryl Street. Not to step back a, a second, but I will. What if we? F- what if you flipped Share. Cher- in Meryl Streep's part, I know Meryl Streep in Christine Baranski. Ooh, that'd be and, fun. And then you can and then
1: Christine Baranski becomes the, the other, other one. friend. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah. Okay,
0: so that's the better cast that we want. I agree. I would watch Sharon. I think Sharon could do really good in that role. <laughs> okay now we're, we're just now we're thinking excited about
1: Cher is singing that song uh, the winner takes it all <laughs> like very <laughs> gypsies tramps and weddings it's just so much <laughs> I mean they could sing I got you babe we could make this into a whole mamma mia with only Cher's but. <laughs> that would be fantastic just call it Mamma
0: mia but it's all share songs yeah (laughs) call it like do you believe in weddings with redowns
1: absolutely
0: i'm glad that we got to (laughs) share
1: it's just i love her so much have you seen moonlight
0: no no i have not
1: Uh, share and a young nicholas cage It is dynamite. Have
0: you ever seen, oh my God, what was it called? Is it called like The Face or something like that? Where she's, her son is like disfigured.
1: Yeah. Um, I can't know what what it's called. Yeah.
0: And she's great in that. And that's. She's fantastic. That's a weird movie. She is fantastic. She really is. National treasure. How old do you think Cher is? 72? Did you look this up? No. You nail it. It says she's 72. Fuck
1: yeah. <laughs> she's older than you think and she looks great because she's had a ton of plastic surgery. Five and nine. For some reason I thought yeah, she'd she's be tall. tall. I
0: thought she was like six.
1: What? No. Yeah. She just wears platform heels. She's beautiful and awesome. Um, the cast of American Horror Story last year went and saw her in Vegas and the one- woman that I follow on Instagram, Leslie Grossman, was just desperate to know what Cher was drinking in her drink backstage, and oh. they met her backstage, and she's like, it's Dr. Pepper, honey, <laughs> and she was so thrilled. Uh,
0: let me run through the series of questions that I have on Nothing this page. Nothing about and what I li- said. Sorry, I was reading this. Can you say it again? <laughs> <laughs> I was really excited about what I had to so. say.
1: So... <laughs> I follow Leslie Grossman on Instagram. She's now in the cast of American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. Last year, they went to see Cher in concert. Oh, and she wanted to know what was in her drink. And and okay, went, I heard part they of went that. backstage, and <laughs> she's like, "It's Dr. Pepper, honey." <laughs> <laughs> Leslie's like, I will never forget that. She even posted it a year later and was like, this is the year anniversary of me finding out that Cher drinks Dr. Pepper. I would
0: love to have a run in with a celebrity and not like one I really, really admire because I never mm-hmm. say beat your your like never idols or whatever. Um, but like just a run in with a random celebrity and mm-hmm. to have that one like, you know, that nice little anecdote that you yeah. could tell at a party because that's a good like. That's a good, like, you get to know people. It's a lifetime story. You've had your icebreaker. They've told one or two, and Mm -hmm. you're ready to come into the conversation with hate. That's
1: a good two truths and a lie. Mm -hmm.
0: That's a really good one. So running through now the few notes that I have to get us somewhat back on track. Um, The one thing that this movie did do, I thought, pretty good was that it did... It do a good job of taking a stage spectacle and making oh, it feel yeah. like a spectacle on stage. Because they definitely they, did. It, it felt huge and it felt done. It was done very
1: up. theatrical the entire time. Yeah. And I and mm-hmm.
0: they don't, not every musical does a great job at doing, and especially something like this that I'm sure is on mm-hmm. stage an absolute over the top spectacle. Well,
1: that's the thing that people question Lame Miz about because Tom Hooper, the director, had all these very close shots and he's like, I wanted to do something that you couldn't get on the stage. I Ooh, wanted it okay. to be very close and very intimate. And a lot of people were like, it's too close. Hmm. This isn't like the stage at all, but it was an interesting choice yeah. because he wanted to make it markedly More, different from the stage. Yeah. But you can do that with a very depressing drama Whereas with well, Mama story Mia, with more you gotta go. Oh, you yeah. gotta
0: go big. Mama Mia, gotta make we, we've probably talked about the plot for all of five minutes, and I feel like we could sum up the plot from beginning oh, to yeah. end in maybe three sentences, you think, yeah. if we tried to? Maybe two? Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was a really cool part of it, because again, how they're just bopping around this island in Greece, or this area mm-hmm. in Greece. Maybe it's, yeah, not it's an, an island. island. It's so an yeah, island. island in Greece. Um t- 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 so, ooh, so there's one scene where her friends, and I guess they I guess they were in a band when they were younger. That's what I kind of took out Who? of it. Uh, Meryl Streep and her two friends. Oh, yeah. I never really I, figured that out. I'm going to take it that they were because they put on a performance together like yeah. they remember it, but they're all wearing like the same outfit. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of a cute way to probably work in. I wouldn't be shocked if those were the outfits. The party. Well, I wouldn't be shocked if those were outfits from the stage show. Like if those were an actual thing worn in the show, and I thought if it is, that's probably that's a pretty clever way to do it. Have you ever had a friend? And I know you're going to say Laura. um, You're going to say Englehart, absolutely. But have you? Do you have a friend that you've ever worn matching outfits to go do anything?
1: Mm. I mean, at a wedding. (laughs) that doesn't really count. (laughs) We had to do a dance
0: at a wedding. Yeah, like a chicken dance. So you mean you're just in your bridesmaid outfits? To all the
1: single ladies.
0: Was it like they handed you a hat, or was it no, like no? We choreographed outfit? it. What was the outfit though?
1: We didn't actually wear matching outfits, but we had So a dance. the
0: relevance to this question.
1: <laughs> Let me see, uh, matching outfits band. Um, I was in the band in high school. Matching outfits,
0: like so, girls don't do this as much as it. this movie would make you make you believe. Okay, no. I don't know if I've, I, don't think I've ever had Match Oh. I can't believe I, I actually was about to say friends with matching outfits. Just yesterday at Trivia, when Will walked in, my friend Will from college, an yeah. f- old roommate, he walked in and did you hear what I said to him?
1: That, you that, still
0: have that shirt? It, it, because I bought him a shirt, that <laughs> shirt. I bought my roommate, Zach, that shirt. And but I did bought you, me that shirt.
1: Yeah, but you never wore it all I always at wa- I always
0: wanted to, and they never wanted to. I well, bought yeah, because it,
1: it's weird. <laughs> but I bought it with
0: the intention of us doing this. Uh, so My
1: mom and I have very similar wardrobes and we would often and we still do if she comes up to visit me would often walk out of our rooms look at each other and be like who's changing because (laughs) we'd be wearing effectively the exact same thing (laughs) it's like
0: uh. the thing that made me actually laugh pretty hard from my notations here was when they're doing it's a, the, the hens, they're performing for like a bar group of people or something mm-hmm. like that. And then you see the three dads walk by and mm-hmm. they literally like step away from the scene mm-hmm. and the music dims. And it really is them looking at these three women performing in a bar. It wasn't like they were brought into the soundscape. Yeah. It was that it actually showed them being removed. You're like, wait a minute. These women are actually in this world performing in the bar. This isn't like a cutaway. Like when Amanda yeah. Seyfried was probably dancing on the beach. I thought that was... It, it kind of clever. Again, another like kind of clever mm-hmm. thing that, like that made you see it as like a world. Also, speaking of Amanda Seafried, if she has lived on this island her entire life. Where did she get these friends? Did she go to that boarding is, That's all. Well, that plays to my question. Where's her accent?
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay.
0: Because you get an
1: accent based on who you're with, not, not what your nationality is. Yeah. So So
0: she's in Greece. Presumably her whole life
1: You would think had How did she get an school? Irish friend and someone else And yeah, maybe she went to boarding school But then they sing a song where she's like Talking about the little girl who's got her lunch And she's going off to school And it's like, well that screws up the whole Boarding school idea Because <laughs> she's watching her go to school in this song There's a lot in this that I'm, I'm going to dive into this So yes, so to be a little bit english uh you know what's the word to deconstruct this person yeah to to really analysis to analyze this um it's very i don't know if anyone felt weird about the fact that like all the main characters were white and then the chorus was all like native greek people (laughs) it felt kind of colonialist
0: like, well, yeah, and again, like we just point out, coupled with the fact that no one in the main cast had an accent that should have had an accent,
1: right? Yeah, they were all like oddly Irish, or <laughs> Swedish, or English, or American. Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't, I don't, I don't care when movies just have people keep their accents. It's like whatever. You know, I'd rather you keep your accent than do a really bad version of whatever accent. Mm -hmm. But they're like super white. They're like Aryan, extreme, blonde hair, blue eyed. And everyone on that island is like very
0: common... Greek. It felt like they were people on a vacation. Mm-hmm. All of them, including Meryl Streep and Amanda Seyfried, who has lived there. Friends. Yeah. yeah, but it felt like all of them were just on a vacation. If you told me that this was a group of people that went on a destination honeymoon, yeah, I would be- have, I would believed it because yeah. that makes more sense than she has lived here her entire life right. and has no accent and yeah. yeah. He really finds isn't. the only
1: white guy who came and visited the island with his 15 male friends, apparently. And I think she'd be a little bit more sun-kissed for
0: being Oh, on, I thought they did Grecian that a good, do-
1: good job on that. She's so white. <laughs> she'd just get red.
0: Well, then she should have been
1: redder. Let's I don't do know. The I like But uh, it does have the structure of a Greek comedy. I didn't know if you knew that. Yeah. Um, but it just it just felt so colonialist. But it had the strophe and
0: wait, yeah, go on. To, I don't know what you mean by a traditional group. I mean, I let's pretend I, I don't. Okay. Which I probably don't. Let me pull this. Even up. though I, even though I even earlier mentioned that uh, I did take theater one hundred and one at UD. Mm-hmm. But in my defense, that was a long time ago, and it was senior year, so I was pretty mm-hmm. much checked out by that point.
1: All right. Well, a, a strophe is the first section of an ancient Greek choral ode mm-hmm. or, or comedy, uh, which, you know, sets up everything. Um, it's the part of the choral ode sung during the dance, so it fits there. Yeah, and then the antistrophe is the second section of an ancient Greek choral, which is where they get into the division, where things, you know go awry Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh, then the costumes all match their moods so in the beginning she's wearing that dowdy dark overall Mm -hmm. thing and as it went on you know when they're being silly they're wearing those rock glam outfits Mm -hmm. you know very very much fitting in Mm -hmm. Um, and then there's a Greek chorus which is basically the commoners of the island act as the chorus that come in just like in a in a Greek play, oh. and apparently there are phallic props everywhere. Did you pick up on any of those phallic props?
0: No, I didn't, and I don't see a frantically scrawled note. Oh wait, no, it, <laughs> wieners. Well, it actually, if you do look, it looks like I started to draw a really weird wiener right there in a way, no. and that's where I asked if you would, you know, take Meryl Streep <laughs> up on an offer. So maybe I noticed something there, but no, I don't. I don't think so.
1: Hmm, I'm trying to find an example. Maybe it was in like the structures. They included masks. Um like when they're when the guys are like climbing the rocks to disrupt the hen party, mm-hmm. aka the Bachelorette party, they've got the masks on, which is a big part of uh Greek plays. I
0: do I do have written here, apparently at this point in the movie, after like the hen party and all that, there must be a part where I got really excited about who would be her dad. And in very fast succession, I have written Pierce Brosnan better be the dad exclamation point. And then a star that says uh, Stellar Skarsgård better be the dad. And then a bigger star that says Colin Firth better be the dad. So apparently they Jeez. they must have in very quick succession had a joke mm-hmm. that I liked. Uh,
1: I like them. No, I like him. No, but
0: I like him the best. You like him. But underneath that, I do have something uh Written that was interesting. It may be a, a fun talking point. Sarah, uh, are trios the natural friend group? Mm-mm. Like, is that what they fall into? Well, no, let me finish because trios I think, are the hardest. Because well, because I I even think to myself, like in high school, I had you know my buddy um, Mike's Mike and Jared. Mm-hmm. In college, I had Will and Zach. Mm-hmm. And even at camp, I have Jeff and uh, Brad, who is a professor at uh, mm-hmm. at Stark State, Maybe who wanted me dudes. to mention him. Um, and even now, like your husband and Dave, like yeah. we'll occasionally buddy up and go, or D- or Brian, your husband, Dave, mm-hmm. and Natalie. Like, so you do not think the friend, the, the the triumvirate, is the natural friend group?
1: No, I mean Emma just struggled with it today, trying to play with one friend and trying not to leave the other friend out. My mom always said when I was growing <laughs> up, the three is the hardest number.
0: Maybe when you're little. But I, yeah. don't, I really don't think so as an adult. I think three is the most comfortable because you can kind of like check out of what's going on for a little bit and let someone else pick up the weight mm. and come back when you feel like it
1: i don't know if it is for girls though
0: yeah because i think i've always had like three like i've been in like a group of three like good friends unless it's like
1: with girls like it's like mean girls where there's a regina and then two followers (laughs) or something you know people always want it to be three in films but i don't think it's necessarily
0: huh accurate I, even when I was even when I was over on a study abroad, there was I was in like a group of three. I mean it yeah, hmm. for me it has been okay. that's mm-hmm. I guess we've had two different examples. Wowzers, I just flipped to the last page of my notes and this is what you're probably gonna put up on the Instagram. I cannot read any of this. Hmm, no. It looks like I have something here that says rule parachute Chicago or LLAD. L-L-A-D. huh well. Let's let's ignore it. Yeah, let's ignore it. Okay, so. (laughs) Missed opportunity. We should actually probably finish up the plot or start getting. Because we we mentioned like literally one tiny thing about the plot and then we keep spinning off. And it sounds like it's a much more complicated movie than it is. She. Okay, so she was
1: on the boat with her dads. She jumps off to meet her fiance. He's like, Where have you been? Everyone's looking for you. Then they have a sexy song. He's like, I'm going to my stag party. And he goes off with the dudes. She goes up to the patio where her mom and friends are singing a trio and they start the hen party. Mm-hmm. During the hen party, the three dads crash it accidentally. Mm-hmm. And she manages to talk to all three of them and try to figure out who's her dad. Mm-hmm. Each of the three of them end up wanting to walk her down the aisle and thinking that they he's all think her they dad. are the dad. Yeah. yeah. The next day is the wedding. It just feels off. Like Meryl Streep sings a sad song about her growing up. She walks her down the aisle. And then the wedding is crashed by Sam because they had just shared a sad moment when she's like, you left me. And he's like, I had to. I was engaged, but I came back for you and you weren't there. You'd already left with another man. Mm -hmm. So they go down the aisle and then she's like, I don't want to get married. I know, Skye, you're doing this for me, but let's just run away together and see the world. And then they're all still there in the chapel. And the priest is like, so there's no wedding? And then Pierce Brosnan's character, Sam, is like, well, let's not waste a good wedding. And she's like, do you want to? And, like, basically proposes to Meryl Streep. And she, like, fake faints and is like, oh, I don't know. And they do this weird song. And then they get married. And we... Talk to the other two dads, and they're just happy to have a third of her. Both of them are like, "I'm just happy I would have a third of a child like you." And apparently, Colin first character is gay, because he says to Meryl like, "She's she's the last girl I ever loved." Oh,
0: I didn't pick up on that, but yeah. again, by the look of these notes, I wasn't picking up on a whole lot of this. <laughs> That's movie what right I this picked point. up
1: on was that he was gay, and that was his only chance was to have a daughter anyway. Oh, okay. And then Bill's Bill. Uh, Stellan Star- guy is whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> <laughs> plafla, plafla, is, um, just happy to have another third because he doesn't feel like he could handle an entire daughter, <laughs> he's like not good with responsibility. Um, so they all decide they don't want to find out and they leave it at that. And she's got her three dads, and she and Sky leave to go off on their trip around the world to discover. The world, and apparently she's a good artist or good at drawing. Uh, and Sam stays to help Meryl run the hotel.
0: Yeah, that and that's that's basically Mama Mia. Mm-hmm. So here we go again let me let me just try and read through what notes i have here um (sighs) and you don't need to necessarily comment on on any of them and it may not make any sense the best i can tell that this one says is and it's not really a question but i think i have a question mark in there maybe in the middle of the word wedding um like right there Mm -hmm. uh you had a big wedding how big 300 not a space force
1: Not a space force. It definitely
0: looks like it's a space force. It
1: wasn't a space force. Probably you're asking where there was space for it.
0: Yeah, maybe actually. Where was space (laughs) for like a big wedding on that tiny? Okay. Um, No, that question I don't want to deal with, but I just wanted to read it. Uh, I
1: did have a big wedding. We invited 600 people. Jeez. I only
0: thought it was like 300. (laughs) God. And Eddie and I couldn't get an invite? God. Sorry. 420 Um, came. And it uh, P- was outside. Jesus. Uh, I do have here that Pierce was definitely playing the hardest to be the dad. Like, he was in the paint. Like, Pierce, Pierce, I think, wanted to be the dad the most. He like, was he the most in the... trustworthy
1: and, you know, connected to her. Mm-hmm. But according to the producers, still in Sarsgaard, Sarsgaard was the dad. Oh, they said that? They said that's, you know, what their conclusion. Oh, okay.
0: Uh there's a there's something here that I'm sure if I, I mean understood. you don't
1: get that blonde and blue eyed unless both your parents
0: are blonde and blue eyed. Uh, I'm sure you, I'm shocked you didn't say this yet, but I have down Meryl's boobs. Great for her. Dash wow. So apparently I, don't think the, I looked at them. No, the girls were on display in the last scene. Apparently. Oh. So good for her. Great
1: for her. Slash wow.
0: Um.
1: Junk Justice. Oh,
0: alter issues. I've never seen an altar issue at a wedding, and I really kind of want to see one, though I would probably... What's an altar issue? Like, just something happened at the altar at a wedding. Like, someone stands up. Oh, I love
1: fainting. I love... Well, like, You've seen a fainting? No, but I want to. I've well, seen it what I'm on saying. America's I want, Funniest Home Videos. That's what I'm saying, is I want
0: to see some kind of altar issue, yeah. whether it be... I know I've mentioned someone another episode. That. Yeah, someone throw up, someone faint, someone stand up and have issue with the wedding. Um Someone back out at the last minute. Mm-hmm. Like I I think that would be the it,
1: old runaway right. It would
0: be fun to see as long as uh no one was genuinely hurt or if mm-hmm. it was, it was for the better. So I will give I that just clarification. Love watching Fainting.
1: people faint. Jesus. It's just so funny. I love when hitting? people can't control something that happens. Like people who just start irrationally laughing or you know, can't you know those where your emotions just get the better of you, mm-hmm. and just going down in a wedding is so funny. Watching <laughs> somebody just stand there and then all of a sudden be like, "Whoop!" is just fantastic. I used to watch America's Funniest Home Videos with my dad and just laugh.
0: So God. I mean. <sighs> I I, I, we, I don't go to that many weddings anymore. I kind of feel like, number-wise, I would have seen it by now if I was gonna. Yeah. Like, I've hit the high numbers of my weddings. So, yeah. I'm really sad that this is something I probably won't ever see. Uh, don't, you're young. We watch this movie, and this is a podcast about romantic comedies. And we right. always say, how much of a romantic comedy was this movie we watched? On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being... You've got male, which we've established as a 10, mm-hmm. one being like, you know, the movie Seven. And in my mind, I don't know how you kind of perceive the range in between that. Mm-hmm. I kind of see like five as being, you can kind of consider it a romantic comedy, but anything below five is like, this really is not a romantic comedy. That's yeah. what the, that's what the, that's where like the sweet spot for me is it kind of goes a little on,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: what's that called? Uh, uh, like an exponential from five to 10. It's just like kind you know, romantic, zoop.
1: All the Mm. way up. So, yeah. um, Well, the meet cute is between she and her dad's, not she and her husband, uh, fiance. Yeah. The wardrobe is fantastic. Yeah. There's a lot going on there. That's very well, like you said, it mimics like yeah the their emotions. Lots of physical comedy, lots of falling, looking in the goat shed, dancing. A little spectacle as yeah. a whole, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nervous there, bumbling, for there sure. There is comedy.
0: It is 100% a comedy. Oh, yeah. I don't think there's any for arguing sure. that. Lots
1: of side friends, sassy side friend characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem that keeps them apart, she doesn't know which one's her dad. <laughs> uh, and then the problem that keeps she and her fiance apart is she, he thinks that she's having this wedding just so she can figure out who her dad is. <laughs> Um, the jobs of the main characters. I mean, she doesn't have a job. Her mom runs the hotel on a Greek island. Cameos? They're it's sta- really. it's kind of
0: star studded already. So yeah. it's not like the whole movie the was whole kind of like a cameo. a cameo. Yeah. yeah. Um, Unless the soundtrack. Abba. The san- yeah, the soundtrack is
1: obviously. Um, everyone showing their navels. Yet another rom-com <laughs> trope. Um, there wasn't a young child as a precocious observer or advisor. Mm-hmm. So we missed out on that one. Uh, the city slash location is it's very central. Yeah, important. you can't move yeah. that. That's pivotal. Very Even though important. like none of them it seem. Makes any sense. Yeah, but it's <laughs> yeah. still important it's to there, what yeah.
0: happens and it explains the characters. Mm-hmm. Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: As a rom-com...
0: Because that's what we're rating here.
1: Yeah, it really doesn't fly because they are competing to be her father, not her husband. So it's a dad come. I would say. Yeah. Right.
0: Well, would you? What number? I'm. I'm. I've always let you finish with me, kind of making noises, excited to say my what I want to say.
1: Um. <laughs> I mean, I'd probably give it like a
0: four. Yeah, I, I, we're usually pretty much in the same range. I think the fact is, you went through that whole thing. You kept saying the meat cute was her and her dad's. It was mm-hmm. something with her and her dad's. I guess her husband was upset about blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. If there's, if you wanted to even call it a romantic comedy the way to look at it would be Pierce meryl brosnan Street and meryl streep yeah, but, but, but even that isn't mm-hmm. like the ce- the central focus is the relationship mm-hmm. between her and her dad's like there's no mm-hmm. uh, that's the crux of it and everything else is kind of ancillary and there is kind of romance in it yeah but you're kind of stretching to call yeah. it a romantic comedy i, I uh, yeah i'd give it a 3 or a 4 yeah. i mean it's enjoyable most certainly mm-hmm. it's a fun watch but it's not a romantic com. comedy. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad we started it because I looked at Stephanie when we got <laughs> done with this and I just went, I don't think that's a rom-com. And she went good because that's not a rom-com. <laughs> I was like, oh God, I hope Sarah agrees. Yeah, no, it's not. But it's worth watching. I yeah. thought it was fun.
1: Uh-huh. And it's got romance and comedy.
0: Yeah. And I'll say for like I did about uh, You've Got Mail. Mm-hmm. It, we have had a lot of fun talking about it and obviously spurned, you know, like fun stories and memories mm-hmm. and all that. You know, like it did what these romantic comedies should do. Just too bad this wasn't a romantic comedy. Uh, but mm-hmm. one thing that I would be curious, Sarah, because we like to always do something at the end after the movie, um, I would be really curious if you had, if if you would want to play a game with me <laughs> where we each come up with, we don't have to come up with a full musical and we don't have to come up with the full plot, but an artist and maybe like three songs that you, and you could kind of see being made into a musical, like an artist musical and maybe like three of their songs that you think would kind of fit in it. It doesn't have to be a romantic comedy or anything like that. I, I think that would open it up a little bit more to mm-hmm. to fun. And, and while you're thinking I do want to remind you And I'm sure I will give listeners An insight into this One day more uh, You have read The rough outline For my me- my musical Based on Meatloaf's Bat Out of Hell yes. Which I, I do have And if anybody Really oh, wants to hear gosh. that Maybe we'll do A mini episode Where we that's dive into I the knew plot
1: That we were friends Because that's one Of my favorite albums <laughs> And that
0: I actually had it. it It's not a crazy good outline But it's like a solid Two or three pages Yeah deta- And where each song fits In a way that it Kind of makes sense Lyrically mm-hmm. It's a stretch But it. I like it. Yeah, and my I like I have a stage direction at the end. But either way, we'll get into that into another episode <laughs> or a mini episode That's not or this. yeah, or Mr. Loaf if you want to hear what it is, it would be good. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Go ahead. Okay. <clears throat> I could genuinely see you having the same person.
1: All right.
0: And if you do, it's okay. If I had to pick an artist who does not currently have and never has to my knowledge a musical Theater production based on their popular music. Mm-hmm. I would pick one, Mr. Ben Folds. Oh. I could see Ben Folds having one. Now, the trouble that you run into with him when I was kind of running through songs is that most of his songs breakup songs. Well, they're break yeah, they're breakup songs, and all of them kind of paint a story, a contained story. You know, mm-hmm. like it, it's it kind of gives they're you a about, beginning, middle, end. Yeah. So to find ones that you could actually have a through stream kind of proves a little difficult so what mm-hmm. you may have to do i don't know that you'd have to do this i didn't dive this crazy deep you may have to like you know maybe cut the last verse out of a song and go into dialogue instead or something yeah but i could see and this is very rough so very very rough mm-hmm. i could see it starting introducing our characters with of course zach and sarah what oh, else yeah. Yeah, what do we yeah of course we got to start a with the zach and sarah.
1: 1984
0: yep and then, and here's where it gets a little dark because it's Ben Folds, like his music is, some of his songs are very melancholy mm-hmm. and down. Um, I think where you go with it after this is you got you go brick, and, that, oh, wow. and that's and that's okay. what tone I'm setting in this. With his music is powerful and he has he has a he has a strong uh, presentation of imagery. Why mm-hmm. not use that? Now here's where I don't know exactly where you'd go after that. I one of two ways you can either go like, you know, the guy kind of goes off the deep end or the girl. Which mm-hmm. I, it could go either way. You could
1: play. Um, what's the one that's like? Um... Oh shit! How does it go? He's like, and in June reformed without me, and they got a different name. I nuked another grandma's apple pie and hung my head in shame. Why, no, Sarah?
0: No, would that be what I've just boxed as one of my two army. options? that's army. what it is. Yeah. It, so it could he be joins army. The army. It could be army. <laughs> and he fucks up. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. the other one I had down was Jesus Land, but I don't know yeah, if that would that's float That's later.
1: In... I think that's post divorce. Why
0: well, no? But it would. It. I. I just know like the chorus kind of how it goes and it could be yeah. like a presentation of him going into like a yeah. weird spiritual site or He's army insane. i like army a little bit better because uh, that's also earlier in his wep- repertoire Do mm-hmm. you know that supposedly uh that's uh one of the the verses in that is about his time at miami
1: well really is and, that where he
0: started yeah he like threw his drum kit in a lake there and oh. just like locked himself in a room to play piano
1: huh.
0: and that's how he got so good at scales he just like hammered away. And then after that though, again, like I didn't really work this out hard hard and I wish I had, because it, it could be a lot of fun. Um it, after army could do not the same, because that's just about like mm. transformation and this could be like an awakening Ooh, moment. But
1: I think Jesus Land and then not the same because Jesus kind of saw together. Jesus Land and then not the same is about his friend who had a drug
0: trip and in a tree. And then became like climbed a tree. Dung dung dun dung dung. <laughs> yeah. dun, dun,
1: and then he came down party. and he was born again Christian.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you think Jesus Land end not the same or vice versa? Because this no no I like Jesus Land and then an awakening, because again, like you can play with Sing when you have these things on stage. Like look at what place. they did with ABBA music. Like the lyrics didn't really fit what yeah. was happening on. People look past it, and you kind of have to when you're making songs yeah. like to fit. Um, and then that's where it gets really hard because i can't think of anything of his that's like really upbeat and like mm. ending on a high note
1: i think like uh philosophy could
0: come yeah okay that that's much better than the two things i had written i didn't care for actually either of the two i huh. had written i had uh rock this bitch is just that could still be an ending mm. like a let him go out into the night number mm-hmm. i didn't know how that really fit and then i had song for the dumped which i really just don't like in this context yeah. of what i'm putting I just, you could yeah. go
1: depressed and go like selfless cold, and composed like it's, yeah, but wouldn't I think that that's probably still be up,
0: post-divorce though? But wouldn't that be either it in in, in between our Jesus land and maybe in between Jesus land and not the same? Because that would be like you know you th- thought you found something, uh, yeah, like a faith base to follow, and then it ended up being kind of hollow, that's and then true. all of a sudden you had an awakening. Although I was
1: thinking of it post. No. Um, I've landed uh, after the divorce. Mm-hmm. Then he's selfless, and composed. I don't know. Hmm.
0: Uh, so either way, that's what that's there's so many good ben folds so ah, i mean you don't even need to do one if you just want to say that we both pick ben <laughs> folds you can because i really genuinely thought that's who you were going to pick too
1: oh i didn't even think about it
0: it would i'll tell you what i did i started going through my the music on my phone was just like nope 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 if i say fish she's not going to play along nope yeah. nope can't would like to do grateful dead but she mm-hmm. wouldn't play along Jamiroquai to upbeat.
1: Well, I would tell you, you probably wouldn't expect what I was going to choose. It just popped into my head when you said that. Mm-hmm. And then the more I thought about it, the more I could do like a really great, like 90s guy centered, kind of um, John Cusack, but more edgy Okay, uh, with Green Day.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, but... And there were rules attached to this. And what one of was them, wrong? One what of the them is someone that doesn't already have a musical based what on musical? A, American Idiot.
1: I didn't know there was a musical
0: or not American. Uh, the, yeah, the American Idiot. The that huh. don't wanna be a You know what though? Here is that a I, musical? Yes. Oh, it I've won, never even I, heard of I, it. I'm pretty sure it won Tonys. Oh, jeez.
1: Um, well, I well, take you it know back. what?
0: You know what though? But I will all allow it because you probably weren't going to use. Um, their songs, America, uh Green Day rocks Tony Awards. American Idiot wins two.
1: Wow, uh, totally missed that.
0: But it was on, that was only one album, so all all allow. Oh, no. well, I
1: was gonna go through. Like, no,
0: okay, then yeah, all aloud. all allow, walk me They through were
1: it. one of the first CDs mm-hmm. I ever bought. I bought Dookie, Jagged Little Pill. And butterfly, Mariah Carey. <laughs> Those are my first three CDs. I
0: could have gotten one of them. I would have guessed one of them. My
1: first, my first, uh, thirty-three was George Harrison. I've got my mind set on you. Oh, and then the Care Bears soundtrack. So you can tell where I was when I was four. And then, uh, and then my first tape i think was mc hammer and i had a new kids on the block tape as well that was like kindergarten first grade and then i think it was like third grade that i got that trio of
0: cds Mm -hmm. this is how
1: quickly technology changed Uh in our lives do you remember like
0: 1988 to
1: 1994
0: do you remember what your first mini disc was
1: i never had one i wanted one my mom was like no
0: that'll be dead instantly (laughs) and lo and behold
1: (laughs) Um, and dookie was just so great. I remember asking my mom like, "What's melodramatic?" And she's like, "Melodramatic?" Because he's like, "Melodramatic fool, neurotic to the bone, no doubt about it." And I was like, "What's melodramatic?" And she's like, "What are you listening to?" It's
0: fine. I had a friend. I remember he bought that album. His mom took it away because it had a parental advisory sticker, and then he bought uh, it again and hit it.
1: Yeah. When I come around.
0: Well, what would you if you had to pick? Gosh. Like then, like three. Like I said, like three Green Day songs. You don't even need to weave a narrative, but like three that oh, you well, feel would be important. Oh, I was thinking it's like
1: a guy, like a stoner dude figuring out his Gosh. shit. He's like eighteen, maybe just started college. <laughs> I don't know. And it starts with, um, "When I come around," or what is the one that? The one that when I clothes. come around. Not that one though. No doubt about it. Sometimes I to give myself the creeps. Sometimes a man plays tricks on me. It all keeps adding up. I think big, I'm big, cracking big, up. Is am that I like basket case or, or something? Am I, am I, yeah? Am I stone? Yeah. So he's a basket case, right? Then he meets the girl, and I think because Green Day is so Green Day, I don't have songs for the positive aspects. <laughs> it's just when things get shitty okay. that those songs come in. So it's like, a, it, that's why I think of it as like a John Cusack, like low fidelity kind mm-hmm. of movie. Cause he outlines all of his breakups and they all have songs that go with them. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of in that vein. Okay.
0: You know, then good riddance
1: is great for that.
0: I love that people when I came out would play it at weddings. Ugh. Well, it's like you didn't even. And again, I know I've yeah. said here and that people like, ignore the lyrics. And that's also like
1: high school graduation. Oh, so he just like God, broke up yeah. with his girlfriend. Another turning point. Fork stuck in the road. I'm ready by the director.
0: Directs you where, you where to go. go.
1: Yeah, so that's great. Then he's in college and he's a basket case. Uh-huh. <laughs> or no, wait, yeah. Or good riddance comes late later because mm. you know he's like by high school. And then, I mean, so much of this is dookie, but I love the song Brain Stew. Mm-hmm. So he like gets into drugs brain stew. Maybe this is more of like a, uh, what the hell is his name? Danny Boyle. Maybe this is more of like a Danny Boyle movie. It's like very male centered, mm-hmm. angsty, drugs and getting into shit. Yeah, but, well, okay. Welcome to Paradise. You're but it's like erotic because he lives in like this shithole. Yeah. Place, okay. You know, he tries to get clean. And it's like when I come around and then he has this girlfriend who like, maybe like tries to break him out of it, but then something bad happens. Like he either fucks it up or like something really bad happens. She like dies of a drug overdose. Mm-hmm. And then he has wake me up when September ends. And then he starts to grow up, you know, but he still always has that kind of dark side in him. And mm-hmm. that's like minority. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, I'm never going to be one of those guys. I'm always going to be the minority, you know? Mm-hmm. I was honestly seeing it more as a movie, movie like the, okay. than a musical. A movie with
0: this. Okay, the movie with specific, just Green Day, as the soundtrack. Yeah. Is what you were seeing in the music. Okay, yeah. this I was seeing. The Ben Fultz I was seeing as a musical, full-on stage, okay. spectacle production. not it. Yeah. This was, like not, a, that. yeah, this was really not a movie. Fun. This is full-on an actual Man, stage show. That would show. be
1: fun, too, with a chorus.
0: Oh, no, this would be a full, like, done up.
1: Yeah. Like, like almost like a rock opera.
0: Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I saw. It. And the neat thing that you could do with it, too, is that he had that whole album of acapella songs. Oh, yeah. So you could even kind of break out into yeah. that and have... Rock this bitch. Yeah, and have that done, like, acapella at the right time. Um, Like, that could even come in between Zack and Sarah and Brick. Like, maybe mm-hmm. they get engaged and rock this bitch. Is it the... hmm that that would and actually be, that would actually be kinda of fun do a rock this bitch in a live theater setting like yeah. but have like
1: someone yell from the audience yeah rock this bitch and he's like okay
0: yeah and then how he kind of plays off how he always does yeah. that I'm like oh that's that is that is a he great... is
1: the person i have seen most live really I've seen him three times
0: um i've seen him more than three times and i have been yelled at at least two of them <laughs> for being too loud
1: no yeah i don't believe one, it. one
0: he was with a chamber orchestra and i was <laughs> drunk and i wasn't being that loud to <laughs> You're my just defense. talking yeah no yeah. oh, you would have been in the same pit of trouble. I'm, don't act like yeah. you.
1: Well, I'm quieter when I know the band. It's the, when I don't know the they, band that the nervous bumbling comes in. They on. were
0: doing like noodly off their, how he had that chamber orchestra oh, album, yeah. and they were just noodling on that. Believe me, yeah, I would we would have been chatting that. up a storm. Yeah. <laughs> you would have been in just as much trouble.
1: What's your favorite Ben Folds song?
0: Honestly, not the same as probably way up there. Really? And when he does it live, I love it too because he always has yeah, the crowd so do so good. Because the crowd always is uh, like, gung gung. You were not the same after, after that.
1: that Yeah I love When I finished yesterday and 3.4 to go I can't think I don't of think what the name of the song I is don't. Tim South That's one of Tim's favorite songs And that's something we bonded over in, in college mm. And we always would sing it at exam time when it's like I've got one one I finished yesterday in 3.4 to go. He's like, I'm really not complaining, I realize. And I hate hearing bellyaching rock stars, Ryan and sob. I could be busting tables. I could well be pumping gas. But I get paid much finer for playing piano and kissing ass.
0: I don't know that. I do this not is know one that
1: song. I wrote just an hour ago in 3.4 at last. Yeah, it's about writing
0: songs. It's nice. really good. He's brilliant.
1: Know.
0: and that <laughs> is Mamma Mia if you have any thoughts about this film ABBA or just anything in general about the podcast uh, you can shoot us an email at
1: mail at romcomcom dot com and Sarah if
0: someone wants to connect with us on Instagram uh, you'll be putting up like I said probably a picture of my frantic notes uh, yeah. where could they check out those terrible notes
1: uh, at romcomcom d-o-t com that's Instagram. on Instagram. Yeah.
0: Stephanie said there's a way to use dots, but I can't figure it out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's. Maybe if you. He... Yeah i don't know you're the instagram it's like one. You figure as that a out.
1: symbol or as like a picture rather than as an actual thought i yeah. don't
0: know okay well that's your job to figure out because i don't know how to use instagram and yeah. i refuse to learn uh want to also as always give a thank you to uh this is my suitcase for letting us use their song love off the album the keys to cat heaven is both our intro and outro check them <gasps> out uh or any of their current side projects they are all excellent Sarah, I had fun this week. Me uh, too. And I had fun with all of you listening as well. Mm-hmm. As always, thanks for, for listening. listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: I don't know if we can use any
0: of this.